you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And, <clears throat> excuse me, Sweet Victory and J-Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. Good thing that we have um, a natural health care expert on with us in the second and third segments yes. today. Maybe we will finally get to the bottom of this constant... Yeah. Whatever that is. And I don't know if that's in any medical books or any, you know, anyway, but we, we, I'm looking forward to today's conversation. We're going to talk about natural uh, remedies for what we see happening um, in our world today. And, and I think that this is such a, I, I don't want to call it a, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't want to call it like a popular topic as if it's some type of fad, but I would say increasingly growing in interest that people are looking outside of what would be, which is crazy. I want to say what would be traditional forms of medicine, but actually natural medicine is traditional medicine, mm -hmm. right? And so then we had this big shift where everything went through, you know, a pharmaceutical overhaul that, you know, even the things that you could once get easily, now people have a patent on it and, and <laughs> so they can, you know, charge you and make you pay through the nose. Right. Uh, but anyway, I think more people, and I, I, I kind of have a sense that as people are more observant and discerning and prayerful, they have discovered things that's that that have caused them to say, hey, I don't know that I want to do that. Right. Is there an alternative? And there and usually so, yeah. is an alternative. And mm -hmm. I think it has caused us to not just take, you know, what the pharmaceutical companies want to give us. You know, like all the, my, my question is always, is there a natural remedy? Is yeah. there something that I yeah. can take a supplement you know, that I don't even know about. And I found yeah. that with a couple of things, man, <laughs> supplements like help me out. And Do you want to share me money? So, okay, my goodness. <laughs> saving not us only, money. <laughs> not only, yeah, yeah, not only saving us money, but, but actually aiding your body and doing something that it should do naturally, but because of maybe a deficiency or because of a chronic illness or something like that, yeah. it didn't do on its own. Like, and these are the things that I find. So fascinating. And so, yeah. okay, well, I was going to go in a different direction in this segment, but let's just start and kind of set it up. Um, and then we'll formally introduce our guest in the second segment. Uh, Troy Duell is his name, and he's a 20-year veteran of the pharmaceutical industry. Now he's working in the natural healthcare sector. And um, we're going to talk about what he recommends um, in, in this world that we now live in yeah. where there are constant <laughs> new... Yes. Variants of COVID like it's it's I mean, ever mutating and infecting people. But, and so there's and all kinds of things. It's not just COVID, though. It's like yeah. the RSV. Yes. The, we're going to talk flu. about that. Today. It's like, That's you right. know, it seems like everything is hitting all at once. Yeah. And it's crazy because it seems like during the pandemic years, mm -hmm. you know, um, the flu was gone. Yeah, and, that's and interesting. Like now it's back with a vengeance. <laughs> right. Know, like, and and so technically speaking, it wouldn't have been. But. But it may be we were not making as much of it as we are now since yeah. people have sort of like all been like vaccinated out. And then so now yeah. you don't have a whole lot that you can push to scare people with. That's just my thought. I know that I'm a little bit cynical in that. I know that. And I'm, I'm you know, working on it. But that's <laughs> that's my thought about that. I yeah. will say this, though. I remember um, during the lockdowns, I remember... Yeah. Um, Going to, and I say this jokingly, kind of tongue in cheek, going to the dark web to find alternative information. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, really, that's not the case. But it's just <laughs> there are certain people who had information posted on their websites are, you know, posted on other sites that you were able to listen to these conversations that really, as you were listening to them, you're thinking, well, why can't we all have access to this kind of conversation? And what I mean by that is one in particular I thought was interesting. There was one doctor, and I can't remember his name. 
Um, but he was talking about, it's actually two doctors, they did a press conference, and that press conference was quickly taken down uh, mm. from YouTube where they were talking about the effects of uh, these lockdowns and how what you're doing is basically um, uh, harming people's immune systems mm-hmm. and their natural defenses because of being exposed to different viruses and things like that. Your body uh, strengthens itself like you fight back better. And uh, one of the things that was said in this press conference uh, was that, you know, on the other side of finally letting people out of their homes, what you're going to find is that people are actually sicker. They will Mm. not be able to rebound. And I think just by looking at this, you know, and even some of the doctors who are talking about this on the, the more liberal mainstream media outlets, they are just, I mean, they're basically saying that they're saying the reason we are seeing a spike in RSV is because children who would normally be exposed to this virus um, for two years, basically, were not. Mm. And so now all of a sudden they are being exposed to this virus that they would have had an opportunity to build up a type of immunity or a resistance to, and they weren't able to do that. And so now these children are getting, unfortunately, deathly ill, wow. and, and it's in increasing numbers. So anyway, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. But, yeah. but the reason we wanted to talk to, um, to Troy Duell is because um, – one of the things are, I guess, the, the a collection of some of the natural remedies that he recommends. We have most of those. Yeah. Like we and when I say we, I mean, you are taking those things faithfully. That's a shame. <laughs> Look, I'm, I am going to be very honest in this conversation. And can I tell you, it puts me at great risk because whenever you start talking about like, you know, discipline and, you know, having this health routine and stuff like that. I could I could be like, yeah, I'm not talking to him. I don't want to talk about that. But I but I feel like it's so important. And I recognize that these things are beneficial because when whenever we have sickness kind of sweep through our house um, once a month, whenever we have sickness, <laughs> it's not once a month, every other month. Um, but but whenever it happens, it seems that you if you if you succumb to it, mm-hmm. you're the last one to. Mm-hmm. And it's very mild. Yeah, it is definitely muted. You know, I, yeah. I can feel that I'm trying to get sick, but it's like it's like my body is fighting. like Fighting like, back. It's amazing to yeah, watch. Yeah, and it never has gone. It, they don't, it don't take you down. Yeah, it don't go downhill like yeah. I'm just out, you know. Not, yeah. I, it, it, I had one, you know, that it took me out, but normally, no. Yeah. It's, it's like, and I think it's because of, the supplements to take on a regular and you, basis. You, so here's the thing. And this is, you and I are so different. And this, in this way, I kind of want to be like you when I grow up because I feel like <laughs> you, you yeah. are disciplined. And so you supply these supplements for the family. You right. make sure that they're in stock. Like we're, yes. we're not, you make sure to keep them here. You tell us about them. You tell us what we should take and how often we should take it. And then it is up to us all to take the supplements, <laughs> right? And so you take these supplements every single day. Well, I yeah. take these supplements. Well, do you not? Well, I mean, there's a couple of days I miss, you know, but, you know, not on purpose. Just... Okay. <laughs> Generally speaking, okay, Mr. Specific. Generally speaking, you take them every day. Yeah. I take them when someone starts coughing on me, <laughs> like I, I take them yeah. when someone sneezes on me or like if in the middle of the night, somebody like wails, you know, and then I had to run. I run in the room and I'm greeted by <laughs> then I'm like, oh, no. And so then I go to the yeah. cabinet and at that point, I feel like it's already too late. Right. I feel like my my. <laughs> I feel like my body is like, oh, no. So now you want the supplements. You know what I mean? Whereas your body is just sort of like, bring it on. You're not going to get me on the ropes. I think that's how it is. Because I I, I watch us stumbling through the house, many of us who don't take the supplements. And I watch us stumbling through the house. And I I watch you. And and, and you're just like, "Mm," getting a little little tickle back there. And I'm like, oh, where's the breathing machine? I I need something. And you're like, yeah, getting a little... Get a little tickle, just a little, just, and then the next day, the next day, I'm like, how are you doing? You're like, man, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to make an apartment. 
I think <laughs> that this is not going to go. So I th- the, here's the point that I'm making. Yeah. The point that I'm making is that I think that there are some natural remedies that really do work mm-hmm. if one, we're aware of them and two, we're disciplined to take them. I do think this is going to be important, though, in the conversation that we have today. I personally and I, I want to say on your behalf as well. And of course, on behalf of the American Family Association, <laughs> we are not medical doctors. We're not. Okay, this Listen association does in. not exist. It exists to give aid to the church, okay, yeah. not medical aid. So so it's not that type of aid. So I think it's important for us to give that as a disclaimer just to to make sure that you understand that we're having a conversation around what we have found to be effective, but the reason we're having this conversation publicly, honestly, is because it it came to our attention that the things that we are taking that just anecdotally we found to be effective, that there's they are actually effective mm-hmm. and that there's actually a regimen that you can you can take um, on a preventative basis just to make sure that you maintain your health. So I'm looking forward to getting into that and hopefully that'll be a blessing to some of our listeners, they will hear maybe some things that they have in their uh, cabinets at home. I don't want to call it the medicine cabinet. Um, it's that cabinet that yeah. you have in the kitchen where you should keep food or dishes <laughs> and you put your supplements. A, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, some know, people are like, oh, that's my countertop. Ours too. <laughs> it's With eight people, it's in both places. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, want, I just wanted to mention something I saw in the chat from my sister uh, Merle. She said, as an immigrant, I always found it odd that people of this country only uh, depended on pharmaceuticals. I think mm. I think that's interesting because she's right in that. Like that's we immediately go yeah. to the things that we feel like we know and, and can trust, and that's the the doctors and the, the medicines that they, I, I think we get from we're the store. That way, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. instead of looking at you know uh, supplements and things that are natural, uh, you've, you're right. We've been trained to look yeah. for those things. So yeah, and and I and agree. it's crazy because if you really think about it, if we're honest, we many of us, not all of us, I know because there's going to be, I'm going to make this statement and there's going to be the person listening or the persons, okay, listening who are going to say, well, that's not true of me. And and I, and I granted, yes, that it wouldn't be true of them. But for the vast majority of us Americans, I think that we are more skeptical of natural remedies than we are of pharmaceuticals. It, it, yeah. And it's like the um, conspiracy theory type thing. Yeah. Like it, it's that yeah. same thing. You know, people yeah. who do all this natural stuff, the tinfoil hats, like black <laughs> helicopters, they're in the exactly. same group. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's like, exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's it's like it's like, well, you go on over there and grind up that wishbone and, and go ahead and brew it in a tea. Put that I'll garlic over, on your feet. Go put ahead, that garlic that. on your feet. I'll be over here with the Robitussin um, because that worked for my mama. Uh, now. And so we just are trained in that way. Yeah. And, and I I'm hoping that we can have just an honest conversation that is accessible to to everyone because I think another thing that really deters people is when the conversation gets too involved and they feel like they're going to have to go out and break off leaves from their trees and then come in <laughs> and figure out the right amounts of measurements and all yeah. of that. Look, I had a friend um, when we were kind of like just getting into the pandemic. I hope she's not listening. I love you dearly. But we had a, <laughs> had a friend who was like, you know what you need? And and I'm like, no, so tell me because, you know, I'm interested, but I don't know. And and she goes, you got to make elderberry syrup. And uh-huh. I was like, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Which go we on. do use elderberry syrup. We do, you know, but I don't make it. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. that's the kind of thing yeah. that makes people turn it off. Right. They're like, I'm not getting in there. Where do I even find elderberries? Is, is that in my backyard? Like, how do I get that? Do I go down to Walmart or Kroger? Can I get it there? Like, you know, and 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 sure enough, she went through this whole process of telling me where she ordered her elderberries. Mm-hmm. It was like from the Swiss mountains of, you know, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. It's not it's not all of that. But Stop. but it was like you can only buy it when the moon is a crescent. And, and even when you do that, you got to act fast because if you don't, they sell out. And so I was like, girl, <laughs> I felt like sweet brown. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and so I said, just can you, do you oh, you make man. it yourself? She goes, I do make it. And I go, I'll I'll buy it from you. Like, you know, and she goes, OK, that's fine. But you really should make this, Miki. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> girl, just call me when it's time to pick it up. <laughs> anyway, hopefully this conversation will be accessible and people will be blessed by it. Yeah. Um, let's just grab the break and then come back on the other side and get into this conversation. Uh, ways that we can avoid the triple-demic. Mm. So stick around just to hear what that is. We'll be right back.
American Family Radio listening family, this is Bible League International, and we've spent the last few weeks telling you about persecuted believers praying for Bibles to be able to endure and persevere in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. We told you about Pastor Rusis, whose three sons were murdered by a terrorist group that hates Christians, but rather than retaliate with violence, they invited these people to learn about Jesus. 200 have come to Christ. They need Bibles in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And in the Middle East, Pastor Yusuf and a deacon in his church were kidnapped in broad daylight when the family could not pay the ransom. They kill the deacon. They torture Pastor Yusuf. But with conviction today, that brother can say it's an honor to suffer for the Lord. AFR listeners, you've given so generously in recent weeks so that 9,000 Bible is persecuted believers now have a Bible. Our goal is 16,000. So in this season of giving, at $5 a Bible, $100 since 20, will you pray about it? And then call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give it sendbiblesnow.org. That's sendbiblesnow.org. Abraham Hamilton III, host of The Hamilton Corner. American Family Association is on the front lines in the culture war in America. We've been here for more than 40 years fighting for the biblical principles our nation was founded upon. And by God's grace, we are making a difference. One significant way you can join us in this battle is through a charitable gift annuity with the AFA Foundation. Not only will the charitable gift annuity benefit you, but it will benefit the culture-transforming work of American Family Association. Contact the AFA Foundation today to learn how you can shore up permanent income for your retirement years while supporting American Family Association. A charitable gift annuity helps you, and it allows AFA to impact America for generations to come. Phone 800-326-4543, extension 345. That's 800-326-4543, extension 345. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. When I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. There were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on on a track to mitigate the credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. See my grandpa and my mama up there dancing. One day I'll walk the streets of gold and be amazed. One day I'll finally make it home in heaven. And all the pain I dealt with here gonna pass away. One day I'll finally make it home in heaven. And all the pain I dealt with here gonna pass away. I'll see my grandpa and my mama up there dancing. One day I'll walk the streets of gold and be amazed. One day I'll I think the reason why I feel so compelled to involve Christ in everything we do is just the calling of Him. And when God comes to call you and He calls us out of where we are, it's not by mistake. It is not by accident. And when He affects one area of your life and you see how He can touch that area, then you truly want Him to touch every area of your life. If Jesus is who He says He is, and history is a prover that he truly did exist and he was out there and he did everything that he did with the confirmation of the Holy Spirit when you become a believer, then it should change everything that we're doing on a daily basis. Any decisions we make, every decision we make should be filtered through his prism and through the prism of Christ. Hmm. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. I'm mm-hmm. Miki. And I'm Will, and that was Rare Breed, One Day. And our brother Troy, Troy Duell. 
I'm I'm just gonna have to say Troy from here on out. Once I make a mistake <laughs> trying to do it repeatedly, it's just gonna keep happening. He's a 20-year veteran of the pharmaceutical industry, now working in the natural healthcare sector. He's an he- a health educator and founder of Centurion Labs, a leading manufacturer of safe, effective, and affordable healthcare products. Mm. We're gonna talk about what is happening in the world today and practical steps smart steps that we can take to make ourselves safe as we see an explosion in RSV, COVID viruses and flu viruses and all of those things that are really scary. Um, I guess they don't have to be. Troy, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Excited about being here. Yeah, I'm excited too. I mean, I, I was reading this piece here where you were talking about um, I guess this regimen that many of us could adopt that would be quite effective in our lives to help mitigate a lot of, um, I guess, the the effects of these viruses that we encounter on a regular basis. And the thing that really grabbed my attention is that my husband, Will the Great here, um, has so many of these things in our home. And I, I take them, but not like he takes them. And it's not because I'm not a believer, um, but I guess just not as disciplined as I should be. Um, so I'm really excited to talk to you and pass this information on to our listeners. I feel like, again, at this point, I have to make sure to say to our listeners that I am not a medical doctor. Neither is Will the Great. No. I, I don't think that you are a medical <laughs> doctor. Um, and so we are not, not. Okay. So we are not telling people, take three of these and call us in the morning. I just right. think that's important um, so that people understand. But what I wanted to do is have a conversation around the things that we've Um, seen be very effective in our families and then also talk about your journey from the pharmaceutical industry to the natural health care industry if you will because I think that's very telling and and I think um, lends a lot of weight to what you're suggesting here so let me just do this then tell our listeners a little bit about yourself your background and kind of your journey absolutely I during college I studied sports medicine spent several years doing that and then got into the pharmaceutical world in the sales side because I wanted to be in the medical arena somehow, some way. And it was a good avenue for me to stay in the medical arena without having necessarily the the cumbersome hours that often go with it mm-hmm. and allowed mm-hmm. for a great family life for me. So that's what drew me to it and learned a lot. And I, I think one thing to certainly point out and note is that there's some great people working in the pharmaceutical arena. Mm-hmm. There's some great mm-hmm. people within the medical arena. Um, and unfortunately, we've seen the worst of both of those over the last couple of years come to come to light. And yeah. that's unfortunate because I think it taints the overall uh, industry itself and a lot of the good things that are happening. And mm. as I as I was in this industry and kind of learning and growing and doing research, one of the things that I noticed is there are a lot of natural products and ingredients that have had studies done on them for years that have some great, great results in our health. And it just allows us to be a little bit more proactive as opposed to reactive Mm -hmm. with our health. And I'm a big advocate and, and and believe that we need to take ownership of our health because there really is Mm -hmm. nobody who can be a better advocate for your health than you can. And that's ultimately Mm. what led me down that path. Oh, that's Mm. good. Troy, I'm wondering this, and we kind of, we were having this conversation before we had you on, which of course is not smart since you're the expert, but I'm wondering (laughs) if you have some insight into the reasons why some people may be more hesitant to trust natural remedies than they are to trust these, the drugs or, you know, when we think about running down to our local drugstore, we get these over-the-counter remedies. These are things that have been with us a long time. When we start talking about natural remedies, why is it that these seem to feel more foreign to people? I think, honestly, and it's a question I get a lot and have certainly put some thought into it, and I think what it comes down to is we put a lot of trust and faith in science. And I think we have so over-scienced ourselves that we believe that Mm. today we have greater answers and are more enlightened than maybe 50 years ago or 100 years ago or 200 years ago, Mm. all because we have greater technology. But technology doesn't necessarily 
lend itself to better medical care? I think in a lot of ways it does. You have better surgeries. You have better ways of getting around, say, you tear an ACL or your shoulder or heart conditions. We have come a long ways, and there are some great technologies with it. But then there are Mm -hmm. also those that if we do the right things with our health, and change our lifestyles by eating better, by exercising, Mm -hmm. taking those simple steps, we can avoid a lot of the medications and even some of the the surgical procedures because we're starting to to take a step in the right direction and take ownership of our health. Mm. You know, I think when, when we hear these conversations and even when we hear people's testimonies of these simple steps that they took, I think there's still people who believe that that won't work for them. It's almost this belief that I've got to have this pharmaceutical industry or I've got to have access to this particular medical industry because Mm -hmm. these are the things that have come to characterize American living. I'm wondering if you if you might suggest here that the reason these things characterize the way we live in America um, is because the other steps that we could be taking, we just don't take. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think what what we're looking for is, as a society, and I'm just as guilty as the rest, is we want something that's easy. And if yeah. I can take yeah. a pill, I, I still remember a conversation I had with a doctor. I went in and uh, was talking to them early in my career. He was out back smoking a cigarette and <laughs> eating a donut at the same time. And I was like, what are you doing? And he said, well, we've got a new, we've got a new cholesterol product that will take care of all that. So it's not a big deal. Oh, and my goodness. I think, unfortunately, yeah, it was, it was absolutely hilarious. I, I, I still just die laughing when I think about that conversation. Yeah. But it, it's true. We're looking for something simple where we can continue to have mm. the lifestyle we want mm. without the consequences and have a simple lifestyle without the discipline. And yeah. it really oh, is that'll preach. A, this is so painful. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this it is, is this because, listen. because it's easy yeah. or it's simple, but it's incredibly hard because you have to be disciplined. Yeah. <sighs> wow. You know what stings about that anecdote that you just shared, Troy? <laughs> what stings about that is that I'm not laughing at the donut, I'm laughing at the cigarette. Like, that's what I'm laughing. I'm not I'm not laughing yeah. that he had the donut. I'm just kind of going, yeah, yeah, the donut. You know, it's good. But 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 I want to be well, better. OK, good. <laughs> yeah, the cigarette will kill you. But the donut, I mean, come on, it's bread like, you exactly. know, anyways. Um, exactly. But OK, so let's let's talk to our listeners a little bit about what we have observed happening in America among Americans. Um, as we look at COVID and we look at flu virus and especially RSV. RSV. I mean, I I feel like that has been almost lying in wait for so many children all across this country. Just a few months ago, you couldn't read a headline that was not talking about RSV and the spike in kids um, deathly ill as a result of this. What are we observing? Yeah, the, the dreaded term that I think we've all heard is that triple dimmick that's uh, underway currently, which is the the COVID, influenza, and RSV all combining at the same time and hitting at the same time. Hmm. And while it's true that all those things are hitting, I think there are some things to think about. RSV really was not much of an attention getter for any of us unless it happened in kids. And typically right. that's kids under three years old Mm -hmm. and now they're actually testing for it in adults and we never before a couple years ago ever tested for rsv in adults because the symptoms are pretty mild it doesn't affect you but now that they have a test a lot of places are testing for it because they get paid Mm. and while while you're getting paid uh, there is incentive to go ahead and take those tests and unfortunately i think it it has that effect of creating this fear that, oh, my gosh, RSV is everywhere. Well, RSV was everywhere two years ago, but we didn't mm-hmm. have the fear. COVID mm-hmm. was everywhere 10 years ago, but we didn't yes. have the fear. Yeah. And right. the flu what happened was to everywhere, the flu? but we just didn't have the fear. It seemed like exactly. the flu like, went away. It, <laughs> it did. It, did. Uh, it totally it's disappeared. I, I think that's the one good thing you got from COVID. It, it cured the <laughs> flu, for sure. <laughs> Man. That's funny. But seriously... With the flu, like, what do you think happened there? Like, they just, it wasn't, 
reported? Like, how did <laughs> how did it go away and and everything was surrounded by by like, COVID? What's the technical like, what technical reason that we didn't hear about it? Yeah, I, honestly, I think there were a lot of people who were just labeling the everything flu COVID. as COVID. Yeah. I think that happened a lot because there was incentive. If you took care of a COVID patient during that time, you got paid more money. Now, I don't think it happened in all cases. It could have been just a more mild flu season. But even our mildest flu season that I know of <laughs> right. in the past 10 years was around 15,000 cases of, of the flu, which right. we had less than 200 in 2020, which is unheard of. So clearly, right. clearly there were some testing issues that were going on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know that we'll ever know exactly what happened with it. Yeah. Let's talk about <clears throat> some of the natural um, supplements that you recommend, and let's talk about why they are important and what they actually do in the body. And so how that, much should we take? You know, because you don't want to over, I guess, overdo it. You know, like what's the right? Yeah, dosage? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I think some of them are ones that we have certainly known about for years, like vitamin C. That. We know that that has strong antiviral effects mm -hmm. within our body, and typically it happens around 500 milligrams once or twice a day is what you want to want to take that, and it has great effects and is powerful in helping uh, really push back any viral infection that you may have. And it's not, not just COVID, it's the flu and RSV as well. Mm -hmm. And then you throw in there vitamin D. We know that studies... Study after study during COVID showed that people who were most susceptible to COVID had low vitamin D levels. Mm. So you want to get your vitamin D levels up, and that typically entails taking 2,000 IUs to 5,000 IUs a day, which is the same as 50 micrograms to uh, 200 micrograms a day is what you want to do on vitamin D. And mm. really with vitamin C and vitamin D, you it's hard to overdose on those because they just get flushed out of the body. Mm -hmm. The biggest okay. issue you could have with vitamin C is it, it could cause kidney stones if you take too much of them. So don't eat it like candy. Be responsible <laughs> with it. But Will. know that it's going to have oh, a, a great effect. come on. Yeah. I mean, some, I some of them taste pretty good, though, Will. I'll be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> and they are like candy. So right. Depending on which ones you get. Yeah. Um, but the if, if you stay around 500 milligrams of the vitamin C. And then on the vitamin D, we know that any viral infection with vitamin D or respiratory infection, that it takes care of it. And there are really two ways to get it. You get it through the sun or you get it through supplementation. Mm -hmm. Then the, the third piece of that is zinc. Uh, that has been known for years to be a strong viral uh, piece that kills viruses within our cells. But the problem is it's hard to get zinc sometimes into the cell. And that's, mm -hmm. that's why you have quercetin, which is a, a flavonoid, just all that means, a bioflavonoid. It just means it comes from a plant, and then it's kind of drawn out and used on a regular basis. It's in apples. So in order to get the amount you need, you need to eat about 25 apples a day. So <laughs> it's probably better to supplement yeah. than it is to support yourself with, with all those apples. So that's... And you want to get about 500, 250 milligrams to 500 milligrams of quercetin a day. And that has a strong, strong uh, working relationship with zinc. It basically acts like the bus. Zinc hops on the bus. Quercetin is able to get inside the cell. And then it lets zinc off the bus. And it does its work to take out all the viral infection that's mm. inside the cell. And that's why you want quercetin there. And they've done studies with quercetin and vitamin C, and those seem to have a, a strong synergism together. They work together really well to help uh, ward off any bacterial or viral infections. And then really the, the fifth piece, when you're taking zinc, you've got to really attend to how much copper you're taking hmm. because zinc can deplete your copper levels, which then can put you into another immune deficiency. So always take about a 10 to 1 ratio of zinc to copper hmm. now, um, when in we, order to, we, to keep your body healthy. We need to grab this break. On the other side of the break, I want to run through these again. 
because we've kind of unpacked them, what they do and, and how they all work together. So I want to go through this again with the, the dosages. And then I want to come back to copper because of, of this list, copper was the one that I went, copper? I had not heard that before ever. So I kind of want to spend a little more time there. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. AFA is no longer dependent on Facebook or YouTube to live stream our original programming. As of now, American Family Radio shows like Today's Issues, The Court, Airing the Addisons, and The Hamilton Corner are streaming live on the AFA streaming app. Independent live streaming is the next step as we come out from among them and separate ourselves unto the Lord. Search AFA streaming or visit streaming.afa.net to sign up. Our Christian rights and religious liberty itself are once again being threatened by Joe Biden. He's determined to get Nancy Abudu on the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Her first nomination ended in a tie, so Biden renominated her, hoping for better results. We have to act now. The whole process starts over, which means our senators have to stand firm in their opposition to this radical liberal. Urge your senators to oppose Nancy Abudu's renomination. Visit afa.net today. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. We live in a day when America's families are under attack like never before. Buddy Smith, Senior Vice President of the American Family Association. The war against biblical principles rages on numerous fronts. The Internet, Hollywood, Washington, D.C., America's corporate boardrooms, and the list goes on. At American Family Association, we're committed to standing against the enemies of God, the enemies of your family. And we recognize it's an impossible task without God's favor and your partnership. Thank you for being faithful to pray for this ministry, to give financially, and to respond to our calls for activism. What you do on the home front is crucial to what we do on the battlefront. We praise God for your faithfulness. And may He give us many victories in the battles ahead as we work together to restore our nation's biblical foundations. on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's The Truth, featured Aaron Cole and Todd Delaney with Crown. Our guest is Troy Duell, a 20-year veteran of the pharmaceutical industry, now working in the natural health care sector. He's a health educator and founder of Centurion Labs, a leading manufacturer of safe, effective, and affordable health care products. And before we went to the break, um, our brother was telling us how much copper we could find in our donuts. No, that's not. That's not at all what he was saying. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's got to be some in the sprinkles, right? I mean, that's where the copper is. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> I believe it. That, that and the filling inside, that's where you always find it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to be embarrassed. I really do. I just, I want to, I want to feel badly about myself. Um, so, so we were talking about these supplements that we could take that would um, prevent a lot of these viruses that we're coming in contact with, or at least uh, shorten the effects of having come in contact with them. And you talked about vitamin D, zinc, quercetin, uh, vitamin C and copper, and but I, I wanted to run through the 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 dosages of those, and and so that because I know that there are going to be people listening who may not be able to go back, but if we just kind of say the name of them and then recommend how much do you take, and then I want to go back to copper because I was especially interested in that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so starting out with vitamin C because I think that's the easiest and probably the most common that everybody's familiar with. So if you take about 500 milligrams per day, uh, anywhere from 500 to, to 1,500 milligrams per day, that should be good. If you take 1,500 milligrams, I always recommend and think it's wise to take it at three different points during the day because mm. typically what happens if you take it all at once, it kind of gets flushed out of the body and you may only get the use out of 500 milligrams of it. Mm. Second would be the, the vitamin D. That's taking about 2,000 IUs to 5,000 IUs per day is what's typically recommended depending on where you live, how much sun exposure you get, that type of thing, and how good your diet is to begin with. And that's equivalent to 50 micrograms to 200 micrograms per day as well. Then zinc, that's about 25 to 50 milligrams depending on, uh, again, your ability to tolerate it. Because zinc, mm-hmm. one of the side effects of that is it can be fairly hard on the stomach and yeah. cause mm. nausea. So yes. I always recommend if you take zinc to be sure you take it with a meal because mm-hmm. that will help cut down on the nausea. And if you have it even after taking a meal, cut the dose in half because you still need to get the zinc in your body. Just make sure that you can tolerate the amount that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quercetin is about 250 milligrams per day. It's what you need to take. And uh, that is a a great and relatively unknown ingredient, probably the least known of all the ingredients we've talked about, Mm -hmm. and has some strong antiviral activity. It helps with respiratory diseases. Uh, It has helped with blood pressure and a whole host of things Mm -hmm. and is a great product if you ever get an opportunity to to look at it and go a little bit more in depth on, on that ingredient itself. And then the final one, which you mentioned, is found all in donuts in <laughs> copper. Um, and what you want to have, what you want to have with copper is about a ten to one ratio. So if you have ten milligrams of zinc, you want to have about one milligram of copper. And the reason is copper and zinc play against one another in your body. As mm. zinc levels go up, it starts to deplete your copper levels. As you take more copper, it depletes your zinc levels. So you want to keep a strong balance of those two in your body because if they get out of whack it can actually have an inverse relationship on you and cause more uh, harm to your immune system than good so you want to be sure that you're taking both of those Mm -hmm. and doing it in a balanced way Uh, and one of the one of the fun facts of sorry one of the fun facts of copper is it's what the I, i believe it was the egyptians if i'm remembering correctly that's what they used to clean their water so they would put uh, water in copper basins, and it would help take out some of the bacteria and the viruses wow. and any other stuff that was in there. And it's just a natural uh, component that helps clean people's water, and it does the same wow. with with our body. Wow, that is fantastic information. So I'm I'm wondering, okay, what specifically should we expect to be the effect of all of these supplements? Let's say we're taking them daily. Do we need to take them daily? Do do we can we take them, you know, on Monday and have it work for the week? And then what should we expect um, as a result of of adopting this new regimen? Yeah, I, I think it's it's like anything else. If if you're talking, how do you want these uh, ingredients to really help you? If you're taking them for immune reasons, you probably need to take it every day. It's it's similar mm. to making sure that you're eating right. If you just Mm -hmm. eat right one day a week, that's great, and it will have an effect on your body. But if you're eating those donuts the rest of the week (laughs) and you're eating cake and cupcakes along with it, Uh 
that one day of good health probably isn't going to help near as much. So, yes, you need to be taking it need to be taking it daily. And what I typically recommend um, one one way that we do it is we typically cut the dose in half when people are either not exposed to a lot of people in public or there's not a lot of uh, viral infection going around right now during this season during a heavy viral load i would be sure to get the top end of all the milligrams that we're talking about mm-hmm. when it's not a big viral load out in the community you, mm-hmm. you cut it in half and you can get by on half the amount that uh, you're taking let me ask ask this question because someone in the chat just asked um what brand of supplements does Troy recommend? Like oh, that is, was my next question. Is there because a certain there, brand yeah. that some we should not, you know, look at and some that we should look at? Yeah, and I'm obviously a, a little biased um, because we have our own supplement sure. called Defender that has all of these ingredients and has them at the right levels in it. Okay. So you don't have to worry about anything. And you take one in the morning and one at night. And then when the viral load is low, I just take one in the morning. Um, hmm. And that's called Defender Immunity hmm. Boost and then Defender PM, which is a nighttime version that has melatonin, luteolin, nigella sativa, some of the other ingredients that are less known but just as strong and powerful from an uh, antiviral standpoint and that are super beneficial for your immune health. That tell, our listeners, tell our listeners your website and how they can learn more about your, your, um, your business and I would call it a ministry as well, but tell our listeners how they can connect with you. Yeah, it's centurionlabs.com, and that's C-E-N-T-U-R-I-O-N labs.com, just like the centurion, the Roman centurion in the Bible who was told to go and uh, his servant was healed because Mm. of his faith. So that's where the the word centurion comes from, and you can go there and honest, we've, we've got a coupon code. If your listeners wanted to, to at least try out one and they just put in radio and we'll give them 50% off their first bottle as Stop long as they it. pay for shipping. So I just, we could do that as well. So That's wonderful. Yeah, I just want to awesome. say to everyone listening, you're welcome. You see what happens when you listen. <laughs> now you're going to live a little bit longer because you listened. No, I'm joking. I do have this question right. as well. <laughs> um, so I know that the what we're talking about, um, we're talking about adults taking these supplements and I'm wondering, like for us, we have six children, and so um, should should children take any of these supplements? And if so, how do we know what's the right amount for them? It, it depends on the age of the children. Obviously, okay. one of the big components with kids is can they swallow things? And if they right. can't swallow a capsule, oftentimes we'll have people open it up and sprinkle it uh, over their applesauce or something mm-hmm. else to help manage it uh, going down. Now, what I typically do with my kids, uh, and they're a little bit older now, but when they were younger, I've got a 15 and 14 in the house, but we'll typically just do one a day Mm -hmm. if uh, there is a huge viral load going around either in their school or in their friend group. And, you know, one one of the beauties of kind of the way we were designed is we get a lot of our immune health as kids. And when we avoid some of these infections, it's honestly not one of the best things we could do. So still getting around community, developing that, but then taking these supplements and um, having that opportunity to give your body the best chance against them only will strengthen their immune system later in life as well. Oh, that's mm. so good. You know, I've, I don't know I've if that had answered your question. Yeah. No, it did. It absolutely did. And and I've I've got to tell you, I've heard over the years. I'm, I am, I am a germ phobe. Okay, and and I've heard people say, <laughs> "Oh, you're keeping your kids from all of this good bacteria, and you need to let them get out." And and you know, basically, they they've instructed I should let them lick the ground and and just be healthy. You know, but I <laughs> I find it difficult to do. But I understand, especially after the two year lockdown, I understand the importance of how the Lord has made the body that it does build up an immunity and that it does fight back better when you have these foreign invaders, if you will, that are introduced to the body. And I think that's that's exactly what you're saying. Uh, yeah. One question. Absolutely, and, and I think it also. I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to say, I think it also plays into the fact that as believers, that whole fear thing, it's something that we have to 
have to let go of. And we really want to trust God Mm -hmm. with our health, take ownership, because we've got to be good stewards of it. But at the same time, not live in this fear that around every corner there's there's a boogeyman. God is so much bigger than that. Amen. That's so good. Now, I'm just going to ask a question from the chat again. Um, They're asking, are you familiar with collodial silver? Now, that's something that we take, uh, silver. Um, and this person was mm-hmm. say, saying that uh, they heard about silver, kind of the same things that they heard of, that you're talking about with copper. You know, it, it kind of does the same thing. Have you, what, what's your take on silver? I have heard of collodial silver, and mm-hmm. I know that it does some good things. The the only I, I'm not super versed in it, okay. to be quite honest with you. But what I do know is that it. It can have, if you take too much of it, mm-hmm. it can be detrimental to you. So you just want to be careful and get the right um, right amount okay. uh, in your system in order to make sure you avoid those yeah. issues. Man, silver and copper, I feel like I'm turning into like <laughs> a, an ATM or something. I don't know. A little bit of gold. and you do that. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of gold. We'll be good to go. Okay. Again, please, Troy, tell our listeners how they can connect with you, how they can learn more about Centurion Labs. Where will they go? And then I have one more um, kind of a concluding question here. Sure. It's centurionlabs.com, and that's C-E-N-T-U-R-I-O-N-L-A-B-S.com. And if they put in the promo code radio at the end of it, we'll give them 50% off their first bottle of Defender or Defender PM. That is fantastic. Thank you so much for that. You mentioned um, the side effects of zinc on an empty stomach, and we have experienced that. We've, we know what that is. Are there any other side effects, anything that our listeners should be cautious about or should be aware of? Some, some of those ingredients can have a blood pressure lowering effect, which is positive for most people unless you're on a blood pressure medication. So just be careful that if you're on blood pressure medications, make sure that uh, you're watching that to ensure that your blood pressure is not dropping too low because then you might faint or just have some dizzy spells. So just be aware of that. And other than that, there really are very, very few side effects with these ingredients. Okay, now I want to ask you this. I didn't, I don't know if I could have uh, told you ahead of time that I was going to ask this question, but there's a big conversation around vaccines in this country. And I, you can choose not to answer if you, if you want. Um, but we are aware of the constant, you know, pushes to get your boosters and all of these things. Can we look at these natural supplements and taking these 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 measures that that are just in some ways common sense, in other ways God given, right? Can we look at that as a response to these fear tactics that we see as it pertains to these shots and things like that? Um, and just to make sure I understand your question correct, are you saying to take these as opposed to a vaccine? Um, in in order to get your health in order. Yeah, that's be, that's kind of uh, that's kind of what I'm asking, but when you restated it almost sounds silly, but that is what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh I would say here's the a couple of the biggest things that we can take away from the past couple of years. 90 or 5%, only 5% of those people who died from COVID died from COVID alone. Which mm-hmm. means that 95% of people who died from it had some other disease associated with it. And on average, they had four. That means some of these people had six, seven, eight different diseases at the same time as they had COVID. Wow. So if you go out and you start taking your supplements and you eat correctly and Mm -hmm. you start exercising right, you've just increased your odds exponentially that you're not going to be affected by COVID. And if you are, it will not be near to the level that a lot of people have had over time. You know, the, the other thing is make sure that you are doing that on a regular basis and you're doing the simple things like wash your hands. Yes. Make sure that after you're out in public, wash your hands and have some good hygiene uh, yes. when it comes to that. Because those simple things make a huge difference. That's why... Hopefully, all of our yes. doctors are washing their hands on a regular basis before they come see us or before <laughs> yes. they practice surgery on us. 
Oh, let me give the website centurionlabs.com. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless. The views and opinions.